Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmette. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. This is Marnie Dachis-Marmette, and I'm here with my co-host, Stephanie May Potter, from the Art of Living Well podcast, and we are here doing episode number 12 on the power of friendship and community, and um, we're super excited about this topic, right, Stephanie, because we both just feel so strongly about how friends and community can really like nourish your body and your soul. Exactly. And, you know, so many people, when they think about health and wellness, just focus on food and exercise. And that's really, those are important, yes, but they're really, those are just two small parts of your overall health and wellness and um, and your happiness, honestly. So today we want to talk about the power of friendship and how it can boost your sense of self and your purpose and meaning and belonging. And we'll just go into some of our thoughts and you know, strategies to try to incorporate and surround yourself with more of those positive people in your life. And also, um, Stephanie mentioned some of the benefits of friendship and community, but there are a ton of studies out there. I was um, doing a little research on that. I'm not going to cite any right now, but a lot of the studies do show that your cardiovascular health is improved when you surround yourself um, with friends, with positive friends, and um, or you're part of a community that you feel good about. And it also, some of the studies also mentioned that when you surround yourself with people that are healthy, you tend to be healthier. And then, you know, the opposite is true as well. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that, um, tend to be overweight, maybe not exercising as much, you could tend to go that way as well. So I thought that was really interesting findings. Yes, absolutely. Um, And you know, I think part of it is going back even to the blue zones, Marnie, we've talked about the blue zones before. Yep. But one of the components of these areas of the world where people are living longer are it's just having someone to confide in and having that community and they see similar people every day there's examples of you know after work some of these communities will maybe even walk to a restaurant or someone's house and they sit and have a glass of glass or two of wine and eat dinner and just talk and just you know enjoy each other's company and again if you had a bad day or you're having a good day being able to share those thoughts and feelings with so you don't keep them all bottled up inside you and in the United States, that that doesn't seem to work as well, like realistically. I mean, I think it sounds lovely to be able to like walk down to my local pub or my local restaurant and meet up with my friends every evening and kind of go over the course of my day. But the reality is I have a family, I have a husband. So that doesn't happen on a daily basis. But 
Um, I think there are ways, though, that you can, can incorporate, incorporate that. Yes. And so it could even be as simple as, you know, if there's parents out there and you're taking your kids to activities, maybe you have a gap in your schedule or they're at practice, you know, find your friend and just go on a walk while they're at practice, right? Yeah. Or sit and have coffee with someone if you can during that time. So I think there's a way to utilize, you know, your downtime, if you will, um, especially for the parents out there and incorporate some of the friendship and some of the ideas that we're going to talk about today. It doesn't need to be like a scheduled girls trip or a scheduled guys trip out of town. It can be just finding finding that way to connect with people in your day-to-day life. Yeah, totally. And like for me, like my girlfriends are so important to me. Like I need that girl time. Um, I love my husband and I love spending time with him and my kids, but like I need the time away on a regular basis where I can talk about things that I don't want to talk about with my husband and my kids. Exactly. And, and maybe our kids and husband don't even want to hear about right. and they, these things And most anyway. likely they don't. <laughs> so um, I feel like I really see those benefits and I try to make it a priority in my week. Yes. Whether it's a phone call or a walk with a friend or grabbing a bite to eat or whatever it is or a lunch, whatever I can squeeze in to get in that girl time. Absolutely. It's therapeutic. Totally. For me, it is too. Yes. Um, and you know, and it's, it's hard to catch up with people. Everyone's lives are busy, but you know, you're going to go out on a walk real quick, shoot someone a text. Or if you're trying to form a new habit, you know, accountability and having someone to start that with you is also really helpful. And maybe you set up, you know, one or two times a week where you're going to go on that walk or meet someone um, at the gym for a workout class. Yes. Like, so I have an example of that, actually. I have two friends that um, for a while now have been going to this dance class at the gym on Saturday mornings. And I have started to join them in the last six months. Mm -hmm. And I love the class. It's like so fun. I'm smiling the whole time. It's a good workout. It's... You know, I'm with my friends, but I don't think I ever would have attempted to go to this class if someone hadn't asked me to go. It just wouldn't have even been on my radar. Yep. So it's kind of fun to, like you said, go with a friend, have that accountability. Exactly. Try something new. Try something new. Um, and, you know, same thing when you're trying to form a new habit is surrounding yourself with people that are on that same track as you or both want you both want to do that together. Um, I think that's just really important when you're looking, especially in the new year, to form a new habit. Doing it with people not only provides support and accountability, but then I think you both feel really good while you're doing it and after. Um, and also another thing is like, I know we're all on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, maybe you're on Snapchat, like digital friends are not friends. Yeah. They're not like, what they're, we're talking okay. about today, I they're, guess, right? Yeah, I, I shouldn't say they're not friends. You can <laughs> definitely have some sort of relationship with people on digital media, but what we're talking about is really like face-to-face -face interaction, human interaction where you're looking into someone's eyes. Or on the or phone. Or on the phone, you know, not texting, but actually voice-to-voice -voice communication. Yeah. Which kind of sounds funny that we have to clarify that, but um, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I have so many Facebook friends and that's how I keep in touch with everybody. But that's not the same level of um, a relationship, I guess, is exactly. what we're trying to talk about here. Exactly. You know, and you can 
it's someone's birthday. I think Facebook and is great to for a reminder. But yes. I guess I would challenge you the next time you see someone's birthday coming up, and maybe it's not just an acquaintance, but it's a good friend from college or high school or someone that lives out of state that you know you're not going to see, send them a card. I have a really yes. good friend from high school who I think almost every year I get a card in the mail from her. She's not even on Facebook. And I get, I get a card from her every year. And it just warms my heart in that she remembers to do that. And who doesn't like getting real mail, you know, from the postal service delivered to you? It, it, it's a little extra step and effort, but mm-hmm. it really goes a long way. I think that's great. And even a phone call. Oh, a phone like, call. Like I get yeah. lazy myself with birthdays and I like send someone a text, text or a Facebook message. And I'll be like, well, they got my message. Right. But picking up the phone and just even if you're leaving a message, just taking those 30 seconds to wish them a happy birthday. Exactly. Is really a nice extra touch. Yes. Right? And you're going to make their day. And honestly, you should feel good about making someone's day as well. Um, but aside from friendship, or I shouldn't say aside from, but in addition to to um, the power of friendship, it's also really the power of community. And you can get those same kinds of like positive feelings and re- rewards from mm-hmm. joining a community or participating in a community. Um, like, you know, uh, joining some sort of cl- like book club or recipe club cooking club, anything that you're interested in. And even I think some of the benefit of these local boutique gyms that keep popping up that are small, they really Mm. foster that community. I know for me, that's one of the big benefits that I see from where I belong. It's super close to my house. Um, Mm -hmm. I've met a ton of people there. And there's, you know, a crew of people that are there at 530 in the morning working out. And we've all over the last few years have gotten to know each other in some shape or form. And one, it just helps with the accountability and getting there. But that small, that small gym, I think it just it it does something, and it probably ha- motivates you, right? In a way, and I'm sure the people there are wanting to see you succeed as much as you want to see them exactly. succeed. The instructors is, know your name. The other yeah. people know your name, and you're saying hi, and you're having a little chit chat in the morning, and putting the phone away, hopefully. Um, so those are some great examples. You know, my neighborhood just started a book club and it's I've always wanted to be part of a book club and none of them have been able to take off. And it's been great. We've had three months. One, I'm reading books that I wouldn't have. And yep. it keeps me accountable to read a book and finish it um, within a month. And there's, you know, people that have young kids and there's people that have kids in college in the book club. And we had some really good conversation last month, actually. Um, Real, you know, meaningful topics, I guess. Yeah, so I'm in a neighborhood book club, too, um, that we've had for a number of years. And, you know, I I love the community of it and the women in it. We go in and out in terms of who actually reads the book. I happen to be one of those people that reads the book (laughs) because I love to read. But um, sometimes the women don't read the book. And that's okay. And then we just get just together and we get a glass of wine and we talk. Right. And that's just fine. It's a nice excuse to get out. You know, you're maybe driving a block. Mm-hmm. You're getting together with people in your neighborhood, which is building your neighborhood community. community. Um, so it's great. But the point is to find the community that resonates with you, whatever that is. If if you're a guy, maybe it's a fantasy football community or 
you know, some sort of sports community or a running club or exactly. whatever. I mean, whatever it is, a wine club, like whatever your, wherever your interests lie. Yep. But finding those people. And I think, you know, Marnie brings up a good point about guys and we don't want to leave anyone out of this conversation, obviously, but it's important for men, especially those who maybe have pretty demanding jobs and they're busy, they may travel or they just may be working a lot and then they have families and other commitments. They need an outlet too, right? Mm-hmm. And so having your spouse or significant other make sure that they're finding their people and a way to just chat and I think you know the discussions that men have and the discussion that women have when they're alone and together are probably very, very different. different. <laughs> yes. Totally. I don't know if I want to be in the men's grill, but um it's just important that they have that outlet. So encouraging your spouse, whoever's listening to this right now, whether it's a female or a male, to go out and find your people and have some of those outlets. And then also as you think about your friendships or your community, you want to make sure that you're not part of a community or a friendship that feels toxic to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I heard this term where it's it's called co-ruminating, where you're excessively talking about your problems over and over again with mm-hmm. certain people, and then your stress level kind of gets ramped up. And the goal of you know spending time with friends obviously isn't to ramp up your stress level, right? <laughs> it's to like just enjoy yourself, and um, so. I think it's important to take note of those friendships where you don't feel like the value is there or, you know, even the way you feel about yourself when you're with that particular person or part of a community. It can be the same for a community and to try and kind of weed either the friends out or the community out and and seek out ones that are healthier for you. Yeah. And more like-minded and... Maybe there was a point in your life where you were, you know, maybe you're doing things that now you don't prioritize. So whether it was like going out and partying or drinking or whatever, multiple nights a week, and now you're just at a different point, you know, it's okay. Accept those changes. Don't feel bad about them. And just, you know, move on and find people that are more aligned with where you want to be, where you are right now, but ultimately where you want to be. And friends that lift you up. Yes. Right? Make you feel good. You want... You want to celebrate your friend's successes and you want them to celebrate yours. And if it's just a one-way street where there are people that you'll take, listen take, to take, them, take, 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 take. Yes. and they never ask you how you're doing, well, reevaluate. And not that you have to, you're not going to unfriend them necessarily, but you just don't spend as much time with them. And you know your limits and you maybe you it's a half-hour walk and not a three-hour dinner right. or something. And time is limited. So spend time with people that you want to spend time with. And hopefully they want to spend time with you. Right. So a couple ways to build friendship or community um, would be, you know, to engage in some sort of weekly activity like we talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, maybe it's a sport or a class or maybe even it's a game night. Maybe you're doing a weekly game night with friends. Like that sounds fun. That sounds really fun, especially in the winter when you don't want to... Exactly. You know, if you're in a cold environment and you don't want to be... Like we are. Marnie has her, like, jacket on right now. It's so cold. I'm so cold. <laughs> um, yeah. And another way to, like, make new friends or even kind of get engaged with a new community is to volunteer. That's such like, a great way. Yeah. If you can find some sort of organization that you feel passionate about and go there regularly... 
And that's twofold because you're giving back to a community or mm-hmm. a group of people in need, which is ultimately going to make you feel better. And then you're connecting with others that you may form friendships with, right? Right. Yep. Yep. And it's also important to schedule time for your friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're all so busy. And that's like one of the first things I feel like that can kind of get pushed aside. Like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. have time. I have so much work to do or I have to drive the kids here or drive the kids there. But if you can just try and schedule that time for in-person, face-to-face connection. Yes. Um, I know when my kids were little, I just got babysitters. And like some people would, look, I think, look at me and be like, why would you do that? But it's like, because oh. I need a break. Yes, like, I did I that too. I need some adult interaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Don't be apologetic about this either. Do what you have to do. Ask a neighbor for help. Maybe you have family in town. But I, Marnie, I was the same way. And I've never lived in a city with family. So that was never an option. And I got babysitters. And it wasn't, I don't you know, it wasn't like every day or multiple times no, per week. No, but like but maybe it's even important. once a week or once every other week. You I know? think you're also setting a good example for your kids yes. that friendship is important and that you value that. Yep, I, I agree. And actually, I have had some other parents say to me, but how can you miss your kid's soccer game? And it's like, well, I'm going to four soccer games a week. Like, it's okay if I miss one. Like, I can go out and it's good for my kids to see that I have a life outside of them. I think that's so important. And if you're a better better mom when you are with them at the other three soccer games that week, then that's what you want. Not the mom who's stressed and needs needs the outlet but hasn't had a time to connect with her friends no, go to the dinner or whatever you're doing socially with your friends. Right. Um, and then come home and then be present and right. with like your you kids. Right, like you just had your there. nice evening out and now you're home. Exactly. And present with your with your kids or your husband or whoever or your spouse. Exactly. And I think there's ways to incorporate things that you already do with things that you want to do too. Or, you know, if or incorporate certain things that are with your kids but with other people. Mm-hmm. And so you're still with your kids to some degree. But yet, especially when they get older and they don't maybe need you as much, you know, they're not running up to you every five minutes necessarily. But the other night I brought my youngest son with his friend and the mom somewhere out. They were, the boys were ice skating and we got to hang out inside and we had a glass of wine and we caught up. And that was a way to incorporate like two things in one. And we still had a very meaningful conversation, her and I, and then the boys were outside playing and we all hung out together. So be creative, I guess, as to how you frame and how you, um, find ways to incorporate having those meaningful conversations and incorporating those friendships into your life. They don't all need to be like, you know, three hour night outs um, every week or anything like that. Right. And then, you know, when you do kind of have your your base of friends or whatever it is, build traditions with them, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you do go on a once a year annual girls trip or Mm -hmm. um you know you birthday, could do like, something as simple as right yeah. a birthday dinner right. and you get together for each other's birthdays or you know you i already mentioned fantasy football i'm trying to think of like what men would want to well, build have, traditions around i know my husband likes to go outing. on a golf trip yes <laughs> on golf, golf trips. trips although he just mentioned um, a potential ski trip the other day or so ski trips yeah. yes golf and ski i'm just my i had a brain <laughs> i don't know laughs anyway Um, so it's nice to kind of build those traditions. There's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it can be with, you know, old and new friends. So yes, you move to a new city or you don't know a lot of people. Um, it's very easy to like meet new people when you surround yourself and, you know, 
especially when you're in a community or you're able to find groups that you have common interests. Right. Um, and that I know can sometimes be hard when you move, but there's lots of groups out there and online communities associated with cities and different interests. Right. And I think and those are good ways to find people. Definitely. And I think, you know, I hear a lot that as we get older, it's harder to make new friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I grew up in Minneapolis. You didn't. So I have a lot of friends here that I grew up with, but I love meeting new people still. Yeah. Like, I don't just want to be with the friends that I already know and have. Right. Because I like all different kinds of people from all different kinds of backgrounds. And I think that you just have to put yourself out there. Exactly. And sometimes that can be scary and hard, but yeah. it's also very rewarding, right? Yep. And you had to start all over coming here. I did. And it's been great, but it takes time too. Mm-hmm. So. But the bottom line is, you know, friend, friendship, community, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, try and make time for it, right? Exactly. You know, and there's other things. The other point I guess I wanted to just bring up is the power of friendship over meals too. Oh yeah. And you know, one, it gets you to slow down and really enjoy your food because you're having a conversation. So you're not inhaling your food, hopefully. Hopefully you're chewing your food more because you're listening. And that's the other thing about just like being a good friend is someone who can really listen and mm -hmm. isn't just the one talking all the time, but can listen and ask questions because sometimes maybe all your friend needs is just to be heard. Right. Um, and you're providing that um, that sounding board for them. And I do think it's nice, like you said, to go out for a nice meal or whatever kind of meal yeah. with people you enjoy. And, and you're really there. It's about enjoying their company. Yes. And whatever the meal is, it is. You're, you're just relaxing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you know, you're not stressed when you're eating. Right. Which is something you want to avoid. <laughs> totally so um i think as we wrap up i mean we'd love to know your thoughts on this topic are there ways that you've been able to incorporate friendship and community into your life or maybe something that you're even struggling with and a challenge that you're facing we'd love to hear from you so reach out on us visit us on instagram at the art of living underscore well or we have our facebook page um the art of living well podcast on I, facebook yep and um drop us a note we'd love to hear from you marnie and i just created our private facebook group and we're inviting each of you to head on over to facebook and join this new community we're so excited about it we really created this group so we could connect with our listeners and form our tribe as we go as we grow and um, this group is really meant to be a safe space for our members to connect and support one another. You may laugh, cry, and really provide opportunities for everyone to grow. That's one of the, I think, benefits of the community is to have the connections and the accountability. And you'll even have direct access for Q&A with both of us. Um, so we're just so excited about it. And we're really hoping that you'll join us on this adventure. So head on over to Facebook and search the Art of Living Well podcast private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast 
leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at theartofliving underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.